Hey there, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Alright, so... <clears throat> gonna try and jump back into this guy here. Um, that noise in the background is the road. The show is called Roadie Sattva. It is a play on words of uh, Bodhisattva. And the way I understand it, Bodhisattva is... Um, there's a couple of different things, and I guess now's as good a time to get in it as any. Um, it is somebody who is on the path towards enlightenment, okay? And the other understanding that I have is not only are they on the path to enlightenment, but they are virtually at enlightenment's doorstep. And they have decided that they've uh, they've taken on that uh, the mindset of no man left behind kind of thing, and have decided that they will they will forego enlightenment, they will forego nirvana, they will forego all of the all of the stuff that they had worked for over this lifetime and possibly another lifetime other lifetimes before this and other lifetimes beyond this to help enlighten everybody and then once everybody has gone through the door of enlightenment then they too shall I dig that. I dig that a lot. Okay. I, I... I don't know... I don't know if I have truly earned the title. <clears throat> it is It is something that I have bestowed upon myself. I looked at, at the... at the definitions and the, the meanings and stuff like that and whether I've earned it or not, I, I, I dig it. I would like to be that person. Okay. Now, you know it, it is kind of weird because you know you, you hear, you know you hear discussion on the topic. You know it's like yeah, it's easy for you to say that. You know sitting. You know, sitting in your climate-controlled vehicle, driving around with your job, and you know you're not worried about where your next meal is coming from. Well, what happens in this life, or the next, or ten lifetimes from now, and you're in some you know Nazi concentration camp, and you're you know, you're being lit on fire because you don't believe in a particular god, you know, and, man, <laughs> that's, that's something I really don't want to have happen to me, but, I mean, it's, it's, to me, and especially here lately, <clears throat> There, there's the idea of the bigger picture. Okay? And, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm shaky, nervous saying this because <laughs> it's been one of those things where you know, my, my, my thoughts have become things over my lifetime, you know, and I, was, I, was, I know there's no, there's no scientific basis that shows that things like the secret or or whatever are true and they actually happen but there's to me there's you know there's uh, anecdotal evidence I think is the word uh, I have my own my own personal opinions and things that have happened to me and my experience that you know if I if I focus on something long enough, whether it's hours, days, weeks, months, or years, it, it happens, yeah. 
it definitely could be chalked up as coincidence, but to be able to to be able to concentrate my efforts towards something. Alright. And that, and that's kind of why I'm I'm coming back and, and doing this this podcast is because it, it's how do I say it is important to me to be able to share what's happening to me what has happened to me and and the things that I'm trying to focus on to happen to me so that you know when when the time comes I don't want to say I don't want to say I'll have proof that makes sense <laughs> but yeah, I'll be able to say, you know, <clears throat> I'll be able to say to other people that if, you know, through thought, prayer, meditation, concentration, intention, whatever word it is that fits here best for you, all right, I... I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a religious person. When, once things start getting into the supernatural, I start drifting off. It, it doesn't, you know what I mean? I, I don't have, I don't have any sort of supernatural experience that, that has grabbed my attention and said, hey man, this is... Hey man, this is God, and I'm telling you that this is what needs to happen. I mean, I don't, I don't hear that voice. I don't have that experience. What I have is my own personal experience and, and reading books and seeing people like Thich Nhat Hanh and the Dalai Lama and you know Alan Watts. I see. Dr. Carl Totten, T-O-T-T-O-N, okay? I, I, see, I see these inspirational people, and I am inspired by them, and I want to know more about how they got to this place in their life. Whether it be Taoism with Dr. Totten, or if it be Bhakti Hindu with Ramdas, or if it be Buddhism with the Dalai Lama, there, there's all of these, all of these paths, all of these roads that that lead to pretty much the the same place that everybody wants to be. Everybody wants to be happy. Right? I want to be happy. You want to be happy. And it's pretty much boiled down to me that I I don't particularly care what it is that you call me. Hey, what what title you put on me. I kind of search for a title that is somewhat general to share with people that way that way it's not how do I say it's not too overwhelming that makes sense (laughs) it's not it's, it's not the main focus of the con- of the conversation, right? I don't want it to be, you know. Oh, 
Oh, you're a Buddhist. Okay, so you're in you're in this little box here, right? I I I don't like that. You know, Taoism, Taoism. The very first sentence of the Tao Te Ching. The Tao that can be spoken is not the great and powerful Tao, right? And I paraphrase. Okay, there's I I I think between the Bible and the Tao Te Ching. They're, they are the, the two most reprinted books and, you know, are translated in every language. There, there's no, there's no, um, <laughs> there's no escaping the Tao. <laughs> Just like, just like the Bible, the Tao Te Ching is available in every language, in every country. I'd imagine if they had a library in Antarctica, you would probably find the Tao Te Ching and the Bible there as well. Okay, so there, there's no, there's no, If you're searching for either one of these books, there, there's no excuse that you can give that you can say that you haven't been able to find it. Just hop on your phone, type in the word Tao Te Ching, T-A-O space T-E space C-H-I-N-G. Type that into your search bar and Google, DuckDuckGo, whatever it is that you use. And it should bring up a list of books called the Tao Te Ching. And you should be able to purchase them. Okay? Now, when, when, you know, I, whenever I saw that, that sentence, the, you know, the Tao that can be spoken is not, is not the Tao. Right? It, I didn't get it. Okay? <laughs> I'm, uh, I am a somewhat dense skull, and and it takes quite some time for things to get into my head as far as ideas and mindsets and stuff like that. It, it's not it's not just as simple as sitting down with the Dalai Lama, and the Dalai Lama says this enlightening thing that that most other people, if you said if the Dalai Lama said a particular sentence to most people and they're like, ah, yes, I get it. That ain't happening with me, all right? Maybe it's too many years of staring at the windshield. Maybe it's too many, too many, you know, years of my childhood of just uh, being railroaded through the system and, you know, I didn't, I didn't really have to learn a lot of stuff. I just, you know, I had to learn how to memorize it for just long enough to be able to take the test and pass the test and graduate from high school and get kicked out the door and said, good luck. Okay. I'm, I'm that kid. All right. And I'm that adult and I'm that, I'm that almost, well, not almost, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh boy, it's been a quarter of a century now. Yep, it's been 26 years. 26 years. Good grief. It'll be 27 years. This uh, this graduating year, it's been 27 years since I graduated from high school. And I still don't get it. I'm getting it more and more every day the more I... The more I study, the more I practice, the more I devote myself to my spiritual trip, I, I get it more and more every day. And I, and I get that I'm angry that I didn't know better back then, okay? And that's, and that's kind of how I, I treat my kids, you know? It's like, I'm not, I'm not forcing them down a particular path, but I'm trying to get them to understand that you know, 20, 30 years from now, you're, you're going to look back on this time and like, man, I wish somebody would have 
would have annoyed the heck out of me and said, look, here's, here's what's possible in your adult years if you don't, if, if you don't, you know, if you don't find that thing, you know, you're going to, you're going to find that thing in your mid forties and you're going to be sad that you didn't, you didn't try harder whenever you were younger and it got exposed to you before. And what I'm trying to do is expose a lot of the not so mainstream things to my kids because, you know, I was raised in a world where it was, you know, go, you know, go to school, do well in high school, graduate top of your class, and then, you know, go to college, get a a degree, and get a good job, make lots of money, buy all the stuff, right, and, you know, I, I went to college, and, and it was it was one of those things that it was it was taught to me that it was an either or type of thing. Either you go to college and you get the job and you get the money and you get happy, or you don't. You don't go to college. You don't get the degree, you don't get the job, you don't get the money, and then you don't get happy. And I spent most of my 20s buried in a a fog of drugs and alcohol. Trying Trying to dull that pain that I'm not going to college. I went to college, I failed out of college, I stopped at school. Especially at a bunch of crap that I don't want to know or don't need to know, you know, and I, I just, uh, at, at the time I thought I was happy. I thought the drugs were making me happy. I thought the alcohol was making me happy. And at the time it was just dulling the pain, okay? And I keep using that phrase at the time, right? And I want to kind of pause here in the middle and, and, and talk about that. For some time, I thought that I was an alcoholic. For some time, I thought I was a drug addict. Alright? And I don't know if I... And I, and I did not absolutely positively do not want to take anything away from people that are struggling through that. I... I commend you if you wake up in the morning every day and you are at battle with your mind and and all of that to not take a drink, to not take a hit, to you know, to to keep all that past awful in the past and, and live a good life now. I wow. One thousand percent wow that is awesome. I will stand behind and support you. I will stand beside you and support you. I will stand in front of you and help pave the way for you to continue living a life of recovery. Wow. Right? But that that just that just goes goes to my confusion because people called me an alcoholic. People called me an addict. You know, and I just, you know, I, I wouldn't say I just up and one day quit, you know, and it was, I did, I did quit kind of cold turkey and I buried myself in, in my buddy's attic space for a couple of weeks and didn't come out, lost quite a bit of weight, I was, you know, I was in a... I was in a pretty ugly place at the time. In this case, you were curious, that noise was somebody jamming on the gas and had to pass me to get a whole car length. (laughs) I just don't get people, man. I just don't get people. It's kind of why I'm I'm trying to figure out... uh, 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 I want to call it my hermitage. And... uh, I'm pretty sure that's the the, 
phrase or the, the definition or the title. Um, but anyway, we'll get into that another time. Anyway, I'm, I don't, I don't consider myself an alcoholic. I don't consider myself a, an, an addict because, you know, since those days, I've, I've drank, okay, and, you know, I've picked up a bottle of whiskey, I've opened it, I've mixed it with my soda, I drank a lot of it, I had, you know, I had a good time, I didn't drink the whole bottle, I didn't chug it down, I wasn't doing it to, to dull the pain, I was doing it to celebrate and have fun, and I did, and it, and I don't know I don't know if that's a something that alcoholics do, okay? The way I understand it, it's not. The way I understand it is you're, you're an alcoholic, you're an alcoholic, you know? And, and it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't stop, okay? And for me, it, and for me, it stopped, you know? And I, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is that I would call me at that time. I guess just a basic drunk. I don't know. You can find a you can find a mean word to call it. That's fine. That's what I was. I was I wasn't I wasn't a very good person. I was a good person to a small amount of people, but we were also not really nice to each other, kind of thing. You know, like we're still you know we're still all really good friends and consider each other family, but also you know we, we weren't. We weren't very nice people, me in particular. And coming coming out of that, you know, I like I said before, the whole the whole moment of clarity thing coming to this point of of you know spiritual awakening I'm, my brain my skull it's all very dense it doesn't didn't have a lot of room for stuff I guess doesn't let a lot of stuff in. Doesn't hold on to a lot of stuff. And and the ideas and whatnot that that are involved, they they don't they don't catch on very easy. It's become, especially over the last, I don't know, especially over the last couple of months, and even more, especially over the last month. That I, the more. The more I concentrate on my spiritual trip, the better person I am. The better person I become. Alright? And... And the less I concentrate on it the less the less of a good person I become now why why so important a month ago what happened a month ago a month ago, my wife left me. Okay. 
month ago, a month ago, things finally came to a head. My wife and I have not gotten along for quite some time, right? And I... spent a lot of time I spent a lot of time blaming her you know and even taking the whole spiritual trip out of all of this throwing down a statement like it takes two to tango right I get it. I do. I love my wife. I love my wife with all my heart and soul. I do. I do. I do. And we've we've both fought for reasons to keep it together. You know. And I guess we're kind of in a we're kind of in a limbo phase right now because well, you know we got we got kids and she's been divorced before, so the older kids have already been through this, and the younger kids, my biological kids, they don't they don't know what that's like, and you know we're. As far as, you know, heart goes, we're split up. Her more so than me, because I'm, I'm alright with taking the, taking the lion's share of the bad guy here, and I, I get it, I'm alright with that, you know, I, I could have been a better person in general. And life throwing all of this opportunity at me to be that better person, you know. And I didn't, I didn't get it. And now, now that I do get it, you know, now that it's too late, but now I get it. I, I want to do better. My, my spiritual trip makes me the person that, you know, makes my wife want to take me back. Awesome. If, if it doesn't, you know, that sucks, but that's pretty awesome too. I've spent the last month, you know, wallowing in my sorrows and trying to, trying to find the thing that, I don't know, that makes it better, you know, and I, and I know it's not drugs and I know it's not alcohol, I know it's not those things, so I, I'm not, I'm not bothering with those things, I, I mean, on the, the, the night of... Yeah, I went and buried myself in, in, at the bottom of the bottle and woke up the next morning and remembered that doesn't work. Right? It's just a, a, a setting off to the side those emotions and those ideas and, and, and not being and, and not making things better. So having to find something that does make it better and. That I got drunk 
that night, woke up the next morning, remembered, and then that night whenever I got home from work, you know, I, I, I grabbed, I grabbed books, man. I, you know, I, I dove into the Tao Te Ching, I ordered Be Here Now, this afternoon, the Gospel of Three Ramakrishna is supposed to be there, I'm, I'm digging in on this spiritual trip, man, and it, and it's, it's, it's helped, it's helping, it has helped, and I'm, I'm going with the pattern here that it is going to help, it's going to continue to help. And I, I already, I already feel a lot better, and it had nothing to do with drugs and alcohol. You know what I mean? But I, 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 I haven't had a conversation with my wife as far as how she feels, so I don't, I don't know whether she loves me any more today than she did a month ago or two months ago. But I can tell you this much, I love me more today than I did yesterday. Right? And and to to show you and, and I don't know what his his religious or spiritual path is. Okay? And I've I've seen him I've seen him on some Buddhist stuff. So I'm guessing Buddhism. But. Uh, I saw I saw a meme. That had uh, Keanu Reeves. On the picture. And the words were talking about how. Uh. And I'm paraphrasing, and it's it's what I it's what I tell myself. That's what I I tell other people. Uh, not that we've made a big advertisement out of us being you know, being split up or having problems or whatever. Everybody knows we're having problems, and, and we're not at the we're not at the level of happiness we thought we would be at, kind of thing, you know. I, I tell myself, you know, most important person, me, right? Not saying that in any, in any sort of a selfish way or hateful to others, but you know, I, I am, I am who should be most important. I should find the way to, you know, to refill my cup so that I can help others, you know, fill their cups, right? Part of that whole bodhisattva thing. Keanu Reeves, there's a picture of him, there's there's several pictures of him with, with words equating to, I'm not alone. Or I am alone, but I'm not lonely. I I love me and you know, and I don't I don't necessarily have to have somebody to love me to feel complete. I you know, I I do stuff for me that makes me feel good. You know, like like last night, right? I took my daughter. My daughter is 18 years old. She has a child. It's my granddaughter's first Christmas this year, and she wanted to go to Walmart and buy a few things for my granddaughter's first Christmas, right? And I was like, of course, I'll take you to Walmart. You can go grab whatever it is that you're going to grab. Me and the granddaughter will go over on the other side. Of, and, and my granddaughter was born in May. Alright. What is that? Eight months? Uh, seven months? My granddaughter is seven months old. Alright. She doesn't know what Christmas is. Alright. She doesn't know what presents are. She knows, she knows that when Papa takes her to Walmart, we're going to walk around 
and she's going to sit in her little car seat thingy in the cart, and I'm going to push her around, and I'm going to make silly faces at her, and she's going to look up at the bright, pretty lights up on the ceiling for an hour, and she has a blast, right? Now, I decided that since I am, I am the person who loves me most, and I, and I think that, you know, it, it, it shouldn't be seen as a self-centered, selfish thing, you know, to, to pay attention to yourself, to fill your cup, to, to fill the cup to overflowing so that that overflow, you know, helps fill other people's cups, okay? I don't see a problem with that. I see a problem with it getting, you know, I, I can see it becoming a problem, but, you know, keeping things in balance, so I'm, I'm a, I am an avid outdoorsman. I love to be outside, right? And I'm extra frustrated because I can't go outside because, well, it, it's cold. And that deters me a little bit. But it doesn't stop me. I have to plan a little extra before I can go play outside. But... It's also hunting season, and uh, yeah, go, going to the places that I go to, there, there's you know controlled hunts and conservation areas and public use land and stuff like that. And I, as much as I love the great outdoors, I don't want to catch a bullet and I don't want to catch an arrow, and I don't want to take my kids out there. You know, whatever it is of uh, high likelihood that you know I'm gonna catch a bullet or my kids are gonna catch a bullet. Not cool, bro. I ain't playing that. I don't want to do that. So I I kind of look around at the at the uh, the stuff in the, in the camping section, and it becomes a becomes a, a a clearance thing, you know. It, it's it's camping time, or it's a it's snowball time, right? It's not camping time. It's the exact opposite time. So you go in the camping section, you notice some stuffs on sale, or prices have been reduced, or things have gone on clearance, and the the thing that I have wanted most for a while and it's been kind of out of out of reach to the point that you know it, it's not that important and you know I could I could pull a little bit, little bit of money off to the side here and there for two, three, four weeks or whatever, and you know there's there's other things that are more important. Blah 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 blah. You know, and and last night I was like, you know what? I'm getting me a Christmas present, right? I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a Christian type of person, but you know, I I, I get into the. How do I say? I, I get into the festivities of the season, and uh, there's uh, a tradition around. Hey, you know, everybody's giving stuff this time of year, and I you know, just wanted to show my appreciation as well. You know, and, and I, to be absolutely honest, I don't, I don't know the whole reasoning behind giving presents on this one day. I don't know, I don't get it, but it happens, and, you know, it, it, it feels good to get stuff for other people, and all of that good feeling concentrated in, in one day, in, you know, one week, in one particular time, you know, I, I can, I can see the the spiritual benefit of that, right? Trying to trying to get away from the financial 
and materialistic and economical, you know, stuff like that. You know, and, that, and that's something we'll dive into deeper in other episodes. But you know, I bought myself a hammock. You know, I bought myself a two-person hammock that holds 500 pounds of weight. I haven't gotten it out of the bag yet because, well, it's it's almost Christmas and it's cold outside. Today was our first, you know, super frost this morning. We had a little bit of frost on the windshield. Uh, I don't know, like a month ago, maybe. Just a uh, Oh, <laughs> just a a mid a mid autumn heads up that hey, you know it's gonna get cold here in about a month or so. Might want to start uh, start prepping for that. You know, and that and that's another thing being a being a prepper. I'm gonna throw that throw that buzzword out there too. Anyway, I bought me a hammock and. Just putting it in, just putting it in my cart made me smile, and just putting it in my cart made me happy. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm important to me. My, my mental health is important to me, whether it's important to anybody else or not. Okay, but it's important to me, and. You know, through you know, through my spiritual trip, I don't want to blame it on Buddhism or Taoism or Ram Dass or Thich Nhat Hanh. You know, but there there's there's a phrase that keeps getting tossed around in the in the spiritual community: the idea of if you are depressed, you're living in the past; if you are anxious, you're living in the future, and if you're happy, you are living in the present moment, right? I I dig that. I get that. I understand that, right? But I also add my own little twist that if you don't remember the past, you're doomed to repeat it. And the, the thing that makes me hold on to being a prepper is the idea that you know if, if you if you don't do today what you can for tomorrow then tomorrow you know life is not like a box of chocolate right life is a jar of jalapenos what you do today might burn your ass tomorrow alright I don't I don't like jalapenos. I don't like my ass burning. Alright? I like... I like being comfortable. I like... I like being prepared. I like being ready. Right? And I like... I like using inspiration from several different directions to help find a balance. Because as a... You know, as, as I'm trying to squeeze myself into more of an extreme minimalist perception and 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 you know taking that idea of of living in the present moment is where you are happy and and don't live in the past and don't live in the future but stay right here in the present moment because this is where happiness is i get all that i do but to to not pay attention to the stuff that's going on around me, to not look at the patterns, to not, you know, to not make assumptions, to not have my guard up a little bit seems really stupid, you know? So I, you know, part of my spiritual trip doesn't like the idea of titles because then you kind of pigeonhole me into this place of oh you're a prepper so that means you're probably a conspiracy theorist too and I am but I don't I don't let that overwhelm everything okay have I have I been in relationships before and been through a horrible breakup yes that's happened several times actually it's happened every single relationship that I have been in has ended in in me crying and me me 
being depressed, me having feelings of throwing myself into traffic, me yanking this wheel off of the bridge and and just floating down into a fiery explosion and just ending it and being done. You know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't go away, right? It doesn't go away. It, it, it stays there, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to hurt that bad all day, every day. Okay? It's, it's quite unfortunate that a lot of people don't get to see the other side of this of the storm. You know, there's a lot of cool there's a lot of cool phrases that that have helped me, you know, the, the idea of the storm washing away the dirt. Coming out on the other side all squeaky clean and you know that I you know I I hope something I say does something for somebody. You know, if you're going through an awful time right now and you and you hear hear my words, I'm I'm going through an awful time right now also, but it's it's gonna get better, man. Okay. It's it's gonna it's it's gonna get better. They don't they don't define you. They're you're you know I don't know. I'm I'm not a I'm not a doctor or a therapist or anything like that. I, I can I can only share what's what's happened to me and what's worked for me and hope it works for you. Hope it takes some of the some of the pain away, you know. But I I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be boxed in, you know the whole the whole title and living up to a title I you know I, I just played on words because I like play on words you know the whole the whole idea of being a roadie sattva you know I, I I feel like I am on the spiritual path you know I feel like I am you know I am every day of my of my practice gets me that much closer to to being an enlightened being. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that feels like. I've, I've, you know, and it's weird because, you know, they, they talk about this person or that person being an enlightened being, you know, like the Dalai Lama. They talk about the Dalai Lama being one of the most enlightened beings on the planet alive today kind of thing, you know? And, you know, I, I look at his life and he's been through so much awful, you know, and it's, and it's an everyday thing, you know, some days are, are, you know, more awful than others. And, you know, you can flip it around and saying that most days are awesome, but there's still a little bit of awful in there. And that's, you know, that, that comes back to the yin and yang, you know, that's, that's Taoism, you know, you got, you know the, the the white blob chasing the black blob, and you know the, the the good versus evil, light versus dark. You know whatever whatever word you're wanting to put in there. You know one versus zero, right? But the, the that that seems to be where everybody is concentrated on on this image, right? And it, how do I say? It, it it shouldn't only be the concentration being there. If you if you look at the whole picture, if you look at the whole thing, it's not just one white blob chasing a black blob. If you look at each one of them, there's a little dot of the other in each. There's a little dot of black in the white blob, and there's a little dot of white. In the black blob, meaning that there's, you know, for all of this good stuff, you know, there's that that little spot of hope in each. You know what I mean? And, and it's 
it's it's it's that it's that balance idea. You know, with Taoism, it's it's balance. With with Buddhism, it's the middle path. You know, you've got extremes from one end to the other, one one side to the other. Looking at a at a highway, you know, you've got you know you've got you know your your eastbound lane, and you've got your westbound lane, and you've got those little dots down the road there. You can be you know, to one extreme or the other. It's even possible that there's a shoulder to being way extreme one way and way extreme the other way. And it's... It's it's that dotted line down the middle that, you know, yeah, it's awful over here, but it's it, it's better over here a little bit. You know, it's, it's not... You know, it, it's, it's, it's dark over here, but there's light over on this side. And then you get... You know, think of like uh, Icarus. You know, Daedalus and Icarus, the Greek legend. They were trapped on the island. They, you know, they made a frame and they stuck feathers to the frame and with wax. And and the dad's like, "Hey, man, Icarus, my son, please don't fly too close to the sun. For if you do, the sun will melt the wax, and." The, the feathers will come loose and you'll fall from the sky and you'll die and that's what happened he flew too close to the sun and that and that's that's another interpretation of that middle path you know it's it's cold over here and it's hot over here but to one extreme it's antarctica and it's really freaking cold and uncomfortable but also on the other side it's you know it's you know it's jungle hot rainforest hot and miserable and bugs and all that but there's there's a middle path there's a there's a comfortable area in between all of that and and you'll find that with eight billion people that live on the planet I'm rounding up I think it's all like seven and a half or whatever but you know every day we get closer to eight right eight billion people living on the planet there's eight billion different interpretations of the word comfortable right? I guess I guess we'll just we'll leave it there because I gotta I gotta get do my do my delivery here. All right, so have a great day. I don't have any uh, links to throw in the in the show notes right now. I will. I'll get there. Okay, just like you know, just like finding finding the happy place. You know, I'll I'll find it. I'll get there. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Have a great day. Like, follow, subscribe, share with a friend, interact with me. Let me know what you think about the show. And I will talk to you later, man. Goodbye.